Hey y'all, it's your sugar here. Um, and it's Wednesday night. It is that time. Wednesday nights, uh, 7.30 and it's the sugar show. Um, tonight we're going to talk about some things. The main thing we want to talk about is that big fight that happened over the weekend between Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano. I'm hoping that I got some people chiming in tonight or, or sitting in tonight that uh, want to talk to talk about that fight tonight. But um, let me introduce myself for those who haven't been uh, updated about the sugar show. I am Natalie Sugar Brown. I am uh, and have always been an elite uh, female boxer in women's boxing. And uh, the Sugar Show is where Sugar uh, gives y'all the low down, nitty gritty about women's boxing. And so tonight's topic is mega. We're talking about mega because something mega happened over the weekend on Saturday and we got to talk about it. So um, the matchup was between uh, Katie Taylor, uh, boxing's darling, uh, and Amanda Serrano, okay, from out of Puerto Rico. So she's uh, Amanda Serrano is a great woman. I always a uh, female fighter. I always say styles make fights. So we want to talk about Katie Taylor is the boxer, okay, and then Amanda Serrano would be the. Um, I would I would make her a fighter. She she is a fighter that also knows how to box but her style is a fight style. Okay. So um, the thing about, uh, let, let's, let's get into talking about, you know, super and mega because uh, the, these terms are now being thrown around, I would say. And they, they get thrown around so often in women's boxing that it really takes away from what is actually mega, the things that are actually super. And I, I gotta I, I gotta reel everyone back. I gotta be that coals uh splash splash of cold water and bring you back to, to the reality of things. So in any situation where we talk about mega and super it's got to trickle down to affect everyone else in that industry. That's what makes it mega. That's what makes it super. It's got to shine a little bit of light on us too. It's got to benefit uh, 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 us a little bit. Otherwise, it, you know, it's just a fight, and we've all we all fight. That's what we do. Okay. Now, this fight, uh, Taylor versus Serrano happened in Madison Square Garden and it was the main event which I, I that was the selling point of what this super means you know it's a big deal that I mean fights happen often 
all the time at Madison Square Garden, but this is the first time that um, a, a women have headlined a card. And I believe um, they said something like 20,000 people were in attendance. And um, this is from Dazen, okay? But, uh, or Dazen, they're saying that um, something like 1.5 million views. Okay, that's mega. Um, now let's talk about the mega-ness of that. Now, what has happened in women's boxing, in the industry of women's boxing is they've always told us, you're not putting butts in seats. I hate, I, 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 I the term gets on my nerve or, or that phrase gets on my nerves. You gotta put asses in seats. You gotta put butts in seats. We've always been putting butts in seats. That's why uh, Don King decided to use Christy Martin to enhance his cards because women put butts in seats. But apparently they believed that uh, women couldn't carry the show or carry a show, which is something that is, uh, I believe that was an excuse used in the industry to cap our pockets because at the end of the day, yes, we love fighting women. There are women that love fighting. Hey, I'm one of them. And uh, we, I love to get paid for fighting, but you know, uh, uh, the, the, the actual fights weren't paying the bills. Uh, the opportunities from being a fighter, endorsements, um, um, jobs that you can get, thing, things that would op that opens the door because you're a fighter uh, are was the thing that you, uh, paid the bills or pays the bills for a female fighter. Now, with this mega and super and what these numbers are looking like, I mean, I, I, I want to believe the numbers. I want to believe the numbers, okay? And, and, and this happened. Uh, according to this, we can, we can make a living now. We can make a living just fighting based on the numbers, right? But now let's, let, let's, let, let's um, take in that cold splash of water. Okay, now, in order for this mega and this super to trickle down to the rest of us, we've got to be able to have some opportunities to headline to. We've got to have some slots on these huge cards or on these big cards. So there were two ladies on this card. I think, I, I think maybe even three. Sorry, and, and I'm gonna I'm hard knock, right? If you ain't got, if you ain't, you're a name. If you have previous achievements, say you're an elite amateur, you've got a name, okay? An elite amateur, and then you're pro, and then you've got about uh, five plus fights. I'll mention your name, right? But if you ain't got no history, I. I, I I don't see you. I don't see you out here. Why? Because uh, it's hard. It's hard out here for a, for a female fighter, for any fighter.
for that matter. So you got to work to get that shine. You got to work to get that spotlight. Just cause. I ain't going to mention your name just cause. Because it's thousands, hundreds of us doing this. And you got to make your mark. You got to stick out somehow. Right. And, and you got to find a way to stick out. Either you're a kick ass fighter or you do something outside of the ring that brings us back to the ring and and, and makes us uh, realize, oh, she fights, too. So I think there were three female matches on the card Two, I, I um, one is the main that we're talking about tonight and. The second one I will honorably mention. So it, it was uh, French on cruise. Goodness, y'all got me. Um, whoever's chiming in tonight, um, please give me the name of uh, the the uh, opposition or who she fought. That and uh, the the woman sugar's bad with names. The woman uh, and I I didn't make a note of it. Sorry about that tonight because I'm talking about Kate. Uh, Katie Taylor versus Amanda. Not really this fight, but I give it honorable mention. Why? Because the ladies did their thing. They showed up and Franchon showed out. Now she's the undisputed, um, is it undisputed middleweight champ? Something like that. Um, so she got all the belts. And now that she's got all the belts, she can call names and she can pick and choose. And let's hope Franchon makes an, makes herself um, uh, substantial with what she has with, with with what she has just achieved. Let's hope that she doesn't line up the body bags now and and you know, we go through this, the the same rigmarole that we always go through in watching one one fighter beat up someone who's clueless. You know, I I, I hope she calls on these Raquel Miller out here. You know, um, I I hope she calls on these these other big girls now that can rumble, who will give her uh, an opportunity to extend herself. And will give her an opportunity to make mega and super and add it to our industry. Now, Taylor versus Serrano. Um, add, you know, whoever's chime, whoever's looking in tonight, you know, start. Let's start talking. If not, and you're watching this on a you know, on, at a later time, please put down in the comments, you know, um, how did this super fight measure up with, with all the mega women's battles of the past, right? And now you got to dig in, now you got to dig in and think about mega and what that means, because women's boxing, we have history. We have history. That's what women's MMA don't have. Um, I, I know women's kickboxing has it, um, probably, but we have a history, okay? And, and we, we've got to sport our history. So now let's go back into the times where, you know, there was always a mega 
right? So, you know, there, there was a mega, uh, goodness, uh, I remember the first mega fight that I watched and it wasn't Christy Martin. It was, uh, Frida, the cheetah Gibbs, uh, versus Hannah, the Fox or Hannah Fox. And I saw that on ES, no, um, I believe the, the, it was televised and that was huge at, at the time. This was back in the early nineties when I was, uh, um, when I was a, a scrappy young, uh, amateur and just to let y'all know, uh, how long sugar has been around or I was uh, too bad back then, but I watched that fight and, um, um, that was mega to me because I had never seen anything like that before. I never saw women fight boxing before. I seen women fight before. I seen women, I had just, I mean, women fight all the time at the, down at the grocery store, the Piggly Wiggly down at the, you know, down in, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you see, you see women's fights, but an official woman boxing match, um, you know, oh, so I have some, I have some people chiming in, but I'm not able to see my chats and I'm not sure why, but, um, I say, uh, I, I seen Vinny says Franchon Cruz Desern versus Ellen Sidero. So thanks baby. Thanks Vinny for chiming in and giving me that information for the WBA, WBC, WBO, and IBF women's super middleweight titles. He gave me all that. He gave me all the gravy. Thank you, Vinny. So, uh, Franchon and uh, Ellen Sederos fought. They put it all on the line. I like that. Right? Two champions, all or nothing. Okay? And Franchon was the one that came out the victor. And Ellen lost her belts. But because she was a champion, she still a contender. So she's really out there for the pickings, right? So if she is very smart, she would go after these high-end contenders so she could get her spot back with Franchon. I always, like, I, I'm, I'm calling these names, you know, Raquel Miller, you know, they're, they're I, I, Raquel Miller, right? There are others, but she, I mean, she, she's been there. She, she's, She's been calling these girls out. She wants all the smoke and, and, and no one's, everyone's conveniently uh, ignoring her. I, it, it ain't right. Uh, Raquel Miller, she is an accomplished, she was an accomplished amateur. She was up there in the rankings. Now she's a pro. She's doing good as a pro. Okay. She, she's getting them out of there and give her a chance. You know, the thing about women in boxing is, and, and I hate this, you know, very few of us really look at the big picture, but the majority of, the, of us in boxing, and I, I say us because I love my sisters and you, and I love these broads anyway. I hate them and I love them. It's a whole me, 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 me thing. They don't realize that you're only you because you beat somebody. You're only you because somebody made you you. 
You can't be you by yourself. Who did you fight to be you? Just cuz? No. You have to respect the game. There has to be a bad broad out there that's going to make you you. It's going to make you the one. Okay? Give the other ladies some shine. Give Raquel Miller some shine. Okay? Um, Sky Nicholson versus Shaniqua Paisley Davis. And that was a featherweight battle. That was the other fight on the undercard. And, um, you know, like I said, you're just coming out or whatever. You got a spot on a big card. I hope you did well. But you don't really get no spotlight. You don't really get no flowers just yet, right? I I need you to I need y'all to put some work in, okay? And I'm so glad my guys chiming in got me, huh? Y'all got my back. Y'all 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 in my corner too, and I love that. I, the the thing, the most important thing for a fighter, and a lot of people don't even see it is your corner the most important thing for a fighter is their corner yeah they go in that ring by themselves yeah they go in there they're taking the blows but who do you run back to after a hard round who do you go to when they say yeah champ you got it huh or you know what yeah i'm, I'm hurt who, who do you talk to who's going to hear you after these battles happen, your corner, okay? So I want y'all to start paying attention to these corners and, and, and giving, giving the, the, the corner people some play. That cut person, right? That cut person, that's that person. That, uh, call it my makeup, my makeup man, my makeup lady, right? I go back if I got if I get a slash or whatever, I can't go back out in the ring with that same thing. No, bleeding out. No, I'll lose. They got to patch me up before I go out there, right? My second, my main, right? They're seeing the fight. I'm swinging in it, but they're seeing it from the outside in. Sometimes as the fighter, you're in there and you feel like you're losing, but from the outside, they see the opportunities. And they say, you know what? Go mess around and win this mofo. This is what you got to do. This is what you need to focus on. And same thing in life, right? I, I'm As I've become a civilian now walking amongst uh, the, you know, average Joe and Jane, I have to translate myself as a fighter into uh, real life and, and, you know, the, the regular world and the regular happenings of the world. And what I've realized is I got to have a corner in life too. I got to have these people that I run to when, you know, the day, the round, because each, each day is a round, right? You wake up and you get another round and you get a chance to fight through. And either you feel like you won the round or you may not have had such a good round or a day, right? Who do you run to at the end of the day? Who do you run to in the middle of the day if things ain't working so good? We can't be in this fight, this life by ourselves. And sometimes in order to win, you got to make yourself or you got to value who's in your corner. 
But enough of that. Let's get back to this chat. So what made this uh, a super fight or a mega fight is the numbers. Okay, Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano. Where we had good uh, attendance for pay-per-view and we had good attendance with asses in seats. People showed up. Okay. And, um, you know, I would say that if y'all were chiming in on the show with me and Mike, um, we, we Mike had me on um, the show on Friday, which was so much fun. I love getting in there with Mike because Mike is a wealth of knowledge. He knows his stuff. And you know what? Sugar, sugar just know the game, right? So um, it, it was great chatting with him. And um, we chat, we, we spoke about the anticipation, what the interest was leading up to this fight. And to be honest, I didn't see much interest. I didn't see much anticipate, anticipation because I know what mega means and I know what mega feels like, right? Um, my, the mega I remember in, in, my little, in, in my little lifetime, the biggest mega I remember was when Bernard Hopkins fought Tito Trinidad and they had to have, Bernard talked so much shit when he flew out to um, Puerto Rico that they had to have him airlifted off of the island because they were coming after him. And all of that beef just built up to an amazing fight. It was great. It was great to be a part of. The anticipation was great. Everybody was talking about it. Puerto Rico versus USA, which, you know, that, that was the thing now. And so this super fight was Puerto Rico versus Ireland, right? And them's two, them's two fighting ass countries. I tell you that the, the, them fighting Irish and them spicy Puerto Ricans. They, 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 they come together, they have some good style and they come together to make a great match. Oops, sorry, y'all. Now, um, what was the allure in this fight? Y'all tell me, right? To be honest, Sugar is looking, the allure that Sugar's looking for, it, it, you know, I, I was looking for beef, you know? I was looking for some smack talk. I was looking for a little bit of drama. I was looking for something, but all I saw in the pictures were, you know, it it, it seemed kind of, it seemed more played or, or staged for me. And, um, you know, for, we, we fight from, from the, we fight from signing the contract. It's a battle from signing the contract straight till we get into the ring. And you know what? At the post press conference, it's still a fight, right? Um, that part was missing for me. Um, anybody else could chime in and, and let me know what, what, how did y'all feel that the buildup for this fight was? Um, how, were, were you, what was the excitement for you? Tell me, tell Sugar, okay? What was the allure? Okay, well, um, we, we, we have two, we have uh, two ladies or two women, okay? Um, and, and they're in coming towards crone ship, okay? So they're just under 35, 
uh, 35, just under. Okay. So they're maturing in their, in their, uh, in their careers. They have built up some good, uh, great resume. They've fought some good people. And so the match was interesting. It wasn't something where I would say, um, goodness, I hate to have to do this on here. And my, my eyelashes are real, but you know, one, one got in my eye. So, um, um, that I, the allure missed me. I, I, I just didn't see the allure. I, I didn't see, uh, I, I didn't see what each lady was selling. Right? What are you selling when, when you go into a fight? When sugar goes into a fight, sugar sells, I'm a bad broad, right? I'm an edgy broad. I'm a stylish broad, right? I'm a sophisticated broad, right? But I can get down and dirty with any of them, right? That's how I sell me, right? People want to see me fight regardless. People want to see, can she fight? Right? A lot of people talk about this, right? This look like this. Can she fight? People want to see it. The allure now for Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano, two, two attractive ladies. But if, if I'm, if, if I'm not up on boxing and I saw those two uh, look at the po- I mean, I, I didn't even chime in on the poster, but look, uh, if you look at the poster, that wasn't going to track me to say, hmm, I want to see these two fight. Hmm, she's hot. Or, hmm, you know, she looks tough. I want to see her beat up the other one. I, I, I didn't see that. But y'all tell me, right? I, I, that, let's call a thing a thing. Right. When, when we sell, when we sell women's boxing, we sell other things, right? We're not selling what the men sell. That's why we're women, right? So, you know, two balled up face females on a, on a poster is not attractive, right? You, you want to, you, you want to see two women who you can identify with. Yes, I've seen I've seen her type before. I know her, right? I know. Oh, she's a girl next door type. Oh, she she's a tough one. She 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 looked like she got tattoos up her arm. Oh, she looked like a real um, hitter. You know that that's 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 how people buy us by female boxing, right? So I I I didn't I, I did not think it was marketed the way it could have been uh, for this fight. I I, I also um, saw that, um, you know, there were a lot of greats in the audience that showed up for this fight. And we want to take, if this is a mega or super thing, yeah, I'm going to start cussing people out, right? This is a mega or super thing. And you mean to tell me y'all didn't invite none of those, none of women's boxing royalty you invited to touch the ring, to come into the ring, as they used to announce back in the day when Sugar Ray Robinson, when Ali, when all of those greats, before their fight, they'd announce and guess who's in the audience and they'd call them up and they'd come in the ring and they'd shake the hands. They didn't do that. 
they had Lady Tiger Tremar came out. She was one of, she was the first female in the in United States, in New York to get a boxing license because it was illegal. She was in the audience and not even in the audience on the sideline. She was up in the nosebleeds watching. How dare you guys? How dare you, Eddie Hearn? That's real raggedy. That stank, right? Yeah, Clarissa Shields, you know, she was on, she, she gave a great interview and she was looking really nice that night. Uh, I think McCaskill was on there too, but give me a break, right? They knew to this. We need to see, we, for a mega, for something that was such a grand event, we needed to see some true, some women who were so true to this. Like I said, Lady Tiger Tremar went on a hunger strike for months just so women could box and they wouldn't even give her a ringside seat. That's raggedy. And this is why I have no respect for this card, to be quite honest. It was super for y'all. It was super for people who don't know, who don't, who don't understand women's boxing, right? It was mega for y'all. But until y'all give the history makers, the trailblazers, the women who bled before these women, before y'all, you know, it, until y'all start giving those women their flowers in in in, in boxing, y'all y'all ain't doing nothing. Your cards ain't saying nothing. Your efforts will dissolve, just like how you think the history of women's boxing will dissolve, right? You, you, you got to put those things in the forefront. You got to give those women the, the, their flowers. Um, many women were in the audience. Um, and uh, I, I think uh, moving forward for any mega women's fight or anything like that, I, I think now we as fans, we as fighters in the game, we as trailblazers or women who were in the game, we need to pay homage to those, to, to each and every one of us who have brought the industry to where y'all, you Eddie, you Katie, you Clarissa, you all of you Amanda, right? We bled and sweated so y'all can make this money. Y'all need to give us some kind of shout out. Y'all need to give us some kind of play. Don't be disrespectful. Don't do that. Now, do I have any pictures, lovely assistant? Let's talk. Let's talk it, talk it, talk it. Do I have any pictures? No pictures tonight? Okay, so, you know, we talk about mega, right? And, and, and mega means action. Right, these are the ingredients for mega. Mega means action, right? You gotta have some drama, right? You, you, you gotta have some kind of rivalry, right? That's, that's an ingredient. There has to be excitement and there has to be legitimacy, right? So I guess we, we discussed those things in my 
in 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 my pre-ramble of um you know mega women's boxing um did this match up this katie taylor versus serrano have all the agree ingredients for mega expectation no i think it was a great fight but it wasn't mega it needed a little bit more spice it needed a bit more of these ingredients that i named okay but we're working on it okay and and, and uh each event each event builds to what will ultimately one day be consistency in women's boxing where our megas are real megas our supers are real supers and we can have all of those ingredients and really enjoy what's out here what you know what's underground will now have a spotlight and a platform that everyone can see and that we can enjoy. Lovely assistant. Y'all, no pictures? Come on now. Um, I know y'all got some pictures. Okay, don't do me like that. All right, so uh, first, first blow here, we see Amanda Serrano, um, she 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 got Katie Taylor with this one, okay, um, and so um, I'm gonna just do a quick round by round, okay. I was supposed to be on the show with Seti on uh, on Sunday um, to score these rounds, and I and I I'm not. I want to know if my scorecard measured up with his. So I did I did a brief uh, breakdown synopsis of um, what I thought of each round. Okay, so round one, uh, fight starts. And, you know, Amanda starts stalking Katie in round one. Katie's running and she's riding the ropes. If y'all have ever watched all of Katie Taylor's, Taylor's fight, what y'all don't notice is Katie Taylor takes ring real estate. She starts riding the ropes. And she'll ride the ropes. She'll ride all four corners, ride all the ropes to see what you're going to do, how you're going to follow her. And if you're a stalking fighter, which Amanda just fell right in because as a fighter, Right. Amanda wants to be, you know, Amanda felt like she was the stronger of them. So she wanted to apply that pressure and walk Katie down. But what people don't realize is Katie's built for that pressure. Katie trains for pressure. So you can't give her what she's training for. You got to throw her off a bit. Right, you gotta make her think out the gate. You can't, right? So cut her off, yeah, cut her off, but make her think about it instead of running and claiming the the ring uh, real estate. Okay, so that was round one. Uh, Amanda stalking, you know, she's she's she threw jabs to establish her distance for attack, and Katie Taylor took the the real estate of the ring. 
okay? Round two, okay? So I gave that first um, round to Amanda, right? I gave that first round to Amanda because Amanda um, was throwing the jabs. Amanda was showing that, you know, she is the one now initiating. She was initiating this fight and that's generalship, right? Katie was more retaliating and finding where her hiding places were going to be in the ring for the rounds to come. Okay. Round two, Amanda still following Katie, right? So now Katie has taken real estate of the ring. She knows where, where she's going to lead Amanda, uh, Amanda to. She knows where she's going to attack. She knows now what the plan and strategy is going to be as far as where the, the battles are going to take place in, in, in the fight. Okay. And Amanda starts to follow Katie. Now you got somebody that's running. This is fight. This is fight one-on-one. You got a person that's running from you in a fight. Guess what you got to do? You got to cut them off. Don't follow them. You got to cut them off. You got to cut them. You got to, you got to box them in so you can put your hands on them. Right? So I saw now where Amanda started following Katie. Now the tables are turning. And as a judge, you're going to see that. Now Katie's in the lead for this round. Okay. Round two goes to Katie because of this, uh, because of this subtle switch, the tables have turned. Okay. So now we're going into round three. Katie is still owning the real estate of the ring. Okay. Katie is going around the whole ass ring. Amanda's not cutting her off. Amanda's not claiming no size. Amanda's not saying, oh, no, you can't come over this section. I'm going to beat you here. You can't come to this section. I'm going to beat you here. Amanda's allowing Katie to own the entire real estate of the ring. That's ring generalship. Yeah, that's a battle. That's showing now. That's regardless. That's showing the judges. I can go anywhere I please in this mofo. I can go anywhere I want. She ain't stopping me from doing nothing in here. Okay? And that's what Katie beats a lot of her opposition on. Generalship. Generalship is not taught anymore. You got to know boxing. To know and to learn and understand generalship. Judges base their scoring on generalship. They don't give a they don't give a hell how hard you hit somebody. They really don't. Right? Because if that person is still on their feet, they still in the fight. That's how a fight is judged. A fight's not judged, oh that was a hard shot. Mm-mm. Right? Some soft shots sometimes make more of a difference than the hard shots. I'll give you guys an example. Um, I was fighting 
uh, a national comp competition. It was a national competition. And I, I this was when Sugar was green in the game. Um, I fought Jill Emery out of New York. Jill Emery was about six foot tall and I'm five seven. And, but I'm strong. And Jill Emery's got leverage on her shots. So the plan was to get in and, and maul Jill Emery, which I was doing. But every time before I went in, Jill would tap me ever so softly on my headgear, boop, boop. Jill Emery would ever so tap me ever so softly, boop, boop. I didn't feel them. I went in and I mauled her. She was hurting. At the end of the fight, Jill Emery won. Everybody in the auditorium started booing. I was devastated because I could clearly, I, I saw it. Like she, I, she was hurt the whole time. A firsthand experience, firsthand lesson on what punches really do mean in boxing. A strike is a strike is a strike, right? A judge sees a strike. A judge is not seeing how hard the strike is. Why? Because there are some fighters that are just stronger than other fighters. And so just because a fighter hits hard, does that mean that fighter, if that fighter hits the other fighter hard and the other fighter is not as strong as the hard hitting fighter and he still hit or she's still hitting the hard hitting fighter, does that mean it's whoever hits hardest? No, it's whoever hits. It's where they hit. It's how they hit. It's, it's did they open up that opportunity for that strike to hit? But I digress. Let's go back to this fight. Okay, so talking about round three, we only in round three. Okay, so Katie still has the ring real estate. Okay, and she starts controlling the pace of the fight. Yeah, because she's not, Amanda's not cutting her off and Katie's a track star. Yeah, Katie will run and run and run and run and run and run you so, run so fast and, 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 and run so long that you start getting tired. Okay. The pace. And so when you start feeling that fatigue, you're not going to be able to have that output that you expected to have. Right. So she's running you down without you knowing it or without you being aware of it. In this case, in, in a lot of, in, in most cases, that's what Katie does with her uh, opposition. She runs them down to where they're tired and then she starts to fight them, okay? So the pace, she's controlling the pace versus Amanda. She's in controlling the pace and uh, she's coming back with fast counter punches, fast co counter combos, okay? And she's also making Amanda miss because Amanda's now throwing big, hard shots. And the one big, hard shot that Amanda's throwing, she's missing. Right? And when you miss, 
it's more it, it, it's it's more apparent to everybody watching, right? You throw a shot, a hard shot, and you miss it, ooh, right? It counts more against you. Okay, so she's uh, Katie's having Amanda throw throw those big hard shots, missing, and then she's also smothering Amanda's attacks by just running in and holding. Okay, so round three goes to Katie off of tactics and generalship. Now we go into round four. Okay, ain't, ain't nobody. Like y'all can come in and and whoever's viewing, who's ever chiming in tonight, talk to me about these rounds. Tell me what you thought, too. Okay, um, like I said, it, it's it's I, I can't see for some reason I, I can't see the comments, but that does not mean you don't comment because I got eyes and ears out there that's telling me what you're saying, right? So I may not come back as fast as you'd like, but I'm gonna come back with something. Talk to me tonight, y'all, okay? Um, we're going into round four. Okay, so round four, Katie takes away Amanda's stick. She takes away Amanda's jab, okay, which is the lead. Amanda's jab, Amanda's lead is, is letting um, Katie know, uh, I mean, it's putting her way of putting her hands on Katie. Y'all can switch, switch the picture. Go ahead and switch the picture. You see, that's the stick right there that uh, Amanda uh, it, it got is putting on on Katie. But by round four, Katie has gotten wind of that stick, and she takes it away. Okay, that stick now is Amanda's measure for attack. Okay, that's that that jab is the measure. Okay, so when you can't measure how how far that person is away from you now you, shots are definitely gonna miss okay and that person can definitely do what they want to do right because now you have no range so uh, no range to lead your attack okay so now at this point amanda's trying to chase katie down so fast that she abandons her stick and now she's just walking and walking into smothering and and counter combos from Katie Taylor. That's what that's that's what happened for the most part of round four. So guess who gets the round? Katie Taylor. Okay. So just off the strength of generalship and tactics, Katie's got it. Katie hasn't even started fighting yet. Okay. Now round five. Okay. Now, Katie's taking ring generalship. So she's going round and round, okay? She, she knows now she has, she, she has full, um, she, she has full autonomy of the space. She can do whatever she want in that space, in that square, okay? Because she could go anywhere she wants. Amanda has not cut her off and she hasn't been successful in stopping her from doing that just yet. Okay, so at this point now, uh, Katie's fighting off the ropes. She's using the ropes now. And Katie's in the corner now, fighting off, fighting in the corner. Amanda's swinging, okay? Hard to catch somebody when they're bouncing off the ropes. Hard to catch somebody when they're sliding down the ropes, right? Amanda has abandoned her shtick. 
Okay, that stick, that jab pins them in place, right? And I would say as a fighter, um, I, I, I seen I, I seen what Amanda was coming with. Amanda wants to come with, you know, being this the the tough one coming and she wants to bring the fight. But if you want to bring a fight, you gotta get you you can't be nice. And Amanda was being too nice. Here we are in round four, and she hasn't grabbed, she hasn't spun uh, Katie, she hasn't pushed her, she hasn't done any of that stuff. This ain't amateurs. This is pro, right? These are things that have to happen, especially with somebody squirrely like Katie. She didn't implement any of those tactics that would have kept Katie in place that would have kept Katie off keel, right? That would have made Katie have to stand and fight her, right? So she's missing tactics. Um, so, you know, Katie's there blocking the big shots coming from Amanda and she's now starting to stand and, and, and trade um, with Katie Taylor sometimes, okay? But now, this now we in round five okay this is where amanda got a little bit of um got, got a little bit of blood okay um katie now misjudged what um where amanda was as far as i guess the how fatigued she was and she she figured that she was going to stand and fight and brawl with amanda which was not a good idea because Amanda caught her uh, a couple times with, um, is Amanda Southpaw? Y'all chime in, chime in. I think Amanda Southpaw. So Amanda caught her with that straight left and then cleaned it up with that right hook. And Amanda, and Katie was on her heels in round five. She Amanda drew blood in, in round five. And um, I would say Amanda got that round because yes, when it came down to it and Katie tried to stand there and fight Amanda's fight, Amanda clearly showed that if you gonna fight my fight, baby girl, you gonna lose. So um, what happened though in round five, she hurt Katie. Ref conveniently didn't come in and do no eight count, didn't come in like how she would have probably done if Amanda was the one that was hurt. This is how slimy refs are. And I'm going to say it was Sparkle, right? Sparkle's a legendary um, ref. But Sparkle get paid to do her job. Okay, so that that was shenanigans right there. I really think Katie Taylor should have gotten an eight count in round five because Amanda did hurt her a couple times in that round. Um, and, and she clearly lost that round. So round five certainly went to Amanda Serrano. Okay, now we're going into round six. Okay, Katie is clearly tired now because she done ran herself down. She got hurt in round five, okay? 
She tried her luck train, uh, trading with Amanda and it didn't work out for her, okay? So now Amanda is slowly walking her down and she's landing, Amanda is landing the heavy shots. Uh, but what happens now is Amanda's combos are too slow, right? You got somebody who's in front of you, they're a pace fighter, She's fast. She may not be a hard hitter like you, but she's fast, right? So you've got to nullify those fast combos coming to you, Amanda. And I didn't see where you did that effectively, but you did it enough to, to show that you're still coming off of round five. You're still the one dominating. So those heavy shots were still landing. Katie Taylor was not Sorry, you guys, y'all know Sugar live in the Sugar's in the city right now, so you're going to hear some noises. <laughs> um, but um, those heavy shots were landing a bit more than they were landing previously in these fight in this fight. Okay, um, but they weren't coming together effectively enough to finish Katie. Okay. And this is where I always, you know, this is what I talk about with Amanda Serrano. Amanda Serrano, she she's very talented. She she has skills, but she is not she does not have it like her sister Cindy has it, where she knows how to put the punches together. She throws the same uh, jab, uh, cross, hook, jab, cross, hook, jab, cross, hook. And then she'll throw some body shots in, right? You got to be a butcher. Punches are, are, are meant, strikes are meant to take your opponent apart. You're not just hitting somebody. You're taking them apart, right? So I'm going to throw that jab to pin you. Right. And then I'm going to throw a gut shot to fold you over. Okay. And then when you fold over, I'm going to throw an uppercut to take your chin off. That's how you butcher someone. That's, that's one combination in how a, a butcher thinks. Amanda is not a butcher. She throws combos. She throws punches, right? So she's not putting these, these she's, she's not putting the shots together to do anything much more effective than she could be with Katie Taylor in round six. And Katie is still hurt from round five. I gave Amanda round six, but I knew that as soon as Katie got her faculties back, there may be an opportunity for Katie to take the round, take back the round. So now we're in round seven, okay? Round seven. Uh, y'all can switch the pictures if y'all got more pictures. Okay, switch the picture. Uh, round seven. Um, sorry, y'all. Um, round seven, Amanda is stalking Katie, but she's more focused on throwing one big heavy shot at a time and for one baby girl for one amanda boo boo 
you are not that girl. You are not that broad. Okay. Don't ever don't don't disrespect top opposition like like what you're trying to do. You fought enough mediocre opposition to end them with one shot. But now you you got to respect the fact that you've stepped up in fighting Katie Taylor. Okay. And Katie Taylor has fought stronger and better than you. Okay. So you ain't going to just hit Katie, give her one hard shot and she goes down. That's not good. It's not going to work, especially with the fact that you haven't been putting them together to take Katie to, to dissect Katie enough where now you can take her down. Okay. So, um, round seven, you know, Amanda is, goes back to stalking Katie, uh, but she's more focused on throwing one big shot at a time. She's still leaving the door open for Katie to escape. She looks though, like she's the bigger, she looks like like the more dominant one, and Katie is running. Katie is not even throwing combos back. She's just running, okay? So Amanda gets round seven. Katie's still out of it. So Amanda had three rounds or has gone in three rounds so far where Katie is not answering. Katie's not doing anything but trying to survive, and she still hasn't gotten her out of there. Okay, what's your corner telling you, Amanda? Right? You you now you you you, you got to change the record. You got to put something in there. You, you now this is your job as a fighter to sniff that blood and figure out how how can I capitalize on on this? You're a shark in the water now. Eat. You wasn't eating, baby. Okay, so round eight. Uh, Katie is taken back right generalship now. Katie has decided, okay, I'm back. So in this round, Katie starts countering. And Katie's not countering with one shot. Katie's countering with fast combos. And Katie's got pop on her combos now. Okay, so she's popping. She's popping off on Amanda with her counter combos. And she's now picked up the pace again. Pace, 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 okay? Now, because she's made that subtle transition, okay, she's picked up the pace now and she start running her hands again. She's making Amanda look flat-footed and slow. Okay, so because of that, Katie Taylor gets round eight. We go into round nine. Because of this small transition that Katie has made, okay, and because of that, because of these things, this is generalship, okay? This is generalship. This is showing who's in charge. This is showing who is who running this fight, okay? If I can take three rounds off and you don't do nothing to me, and then when I decide to fight again, I'm making you look uh, not so good. I'm winning. Yeah. So these people out here talking about, Amanda won that. Not so far. We in round eight. 
It ain't looking. It, it, Katie's still in the fight. Katie's still live, right? She's still sizzling. Okay, so um, the, the generalship has been taken back, and the pace now it, it ha has been increased. Katie Taylor gets round eight, round nine. Amanda starts stalking again. Okay, and uh, Katie starts running. She uses the momentum of her running to walk Amanda now because Amanda tired. Amanda's just using the momentum of her moving forward to fight. So now Katie's using that momentum against Amanda. How's she doing that? Now Katie's make, having Amanda follow her and then she'll stop. So then Amanda runs into her quick counter punch barrages. So she's just throwing barrages of counter punches. Okay. And, and, and these counter punch, she's running and then Amanda, Amanda stalks her and chases her. Then she stops barrage and then run and then stop barrage. Right. Amanda's looking slow. Amanda, by the time Katie finishes the barrage, she's out again. And Amanda can't even answer the barrage because Katie's gone. And the pace is back high again. Okay, so round nine goes to Katie. Round 10, okay? So we in the last and final round. Okay, Amanda starts stalking Katie in desperation. And Katie now decides that Amanda is, she's tired now. She's tired now. And you know what? I'm going to steal this. I'm going to steal this fight. I'm going to take this fight. Okay. So Katie now decides to stand her ground again. Okay. And she's standing her ground and she's throwing shots and she knows her punch output is quicker than Amanda. So she's throwing faster than Amanda and Amanda's throwing hard and slow, but Amanda's throwing punches and bunches and fast. So machine gun against shotgun. Okay. Uh, Katie's uh, running and then running quick straight punch combos. And Amanda's uh, throwing hefty, heavy hooks, wide hooks. And they're swinging blow for blow in the middle, in the center of the ring. Okay. But uh, Katie now shows a bit more generalship in the exchange to show the judges, I got this. Watch the fight. Katie's running her shots from top to bottom, head to body, body to head, head to body, body to head. What is Amanda doing? Head hunting. All she's doing is swinging, is swinging at Katie's head. So Katie looks like she's doing more by punching up and down. Amanda's just swinging at the head and she's missing because when Katie goes down to punch, she's swinging, she's missing over Katie's head. Okay. So round 10 goes to Katie. All right. So at the end of it, okay, I'm going to count because I, I wrote it down. Okay. So Amanda gets one, two, three, four. Okay, 
I gave Amanda four rounds and I gave Katie Taylor six rounds in that fight. Katie Taylor won. And I, I, I think she she won um, from a fighter's perspective for, for someone who actually uh, knows what generalship is, knows what, you know, scoring shots are, knows what positioning is, knows what all of those ingredients that need to come together to win a round. Y'all could keep it on that for a bit. Um, Katie Taylor did win this fight. And Katie Taylor won this fight. Uh, it, 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 it ain't no cause for a rematch. People here are talking about, it was so close. It was so close that there needed to be a rematch. Uh-uh. I ain't trying to see this again. There'll be nothing different in the next match. Just like Pursoon. This is, to me, I think Pursoon did a better job of fighting Katie Taylor than Amanda Serrano did. I said it, right? No one has beat Pursoon's attempt in defeating boxing's darling Katie Taylor. Um, no, one's has, no one has come as close as Delphine Pursoon. No one has executed as efficiently as Delphine Pursoon. I think uh, Katie Taylor versus Delphine Pursoon part three is super, is mega, because um, Delphine was robbed. And that was that's the drama in it. That's the drama in it, and 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 that's that's an an a, a, a ingredient that you know the, you know. There's rivalry. There's action. There's drama. There's uh, legitimacy. There's all the, the that's still part three. Pursuit versus Taylor part three still has all the ingredients for super and mega. Serrano versus Taylor, nah, I'm good on y'all. I seen it. Katie got her, right? So now, as I said in the very first, um, in the very first uh, chat that I had with my guys uh, in, with Talk and Fight, what happens to the loser? What's gonna happen to Amanda Serrano? Okay, um, Amanda Serrano, is she gonna is she gonna still be super? Is she gonna still be mega um, when she fights the next person? Is that gonna be a, a big fight? Is that gonna be something that people anticipate to see? I don't think so. She goes back to the bargain bin with the rest of uh, Katie Taylor's opponents because. Uh, in, in order for, like I said, in order for something to be mega and super, right, both, both, both contenders have to bring something to the table, something huge to the table. Huge plus huge equals mega. Big plus big equals super. There was only one big name here, and it was Katie Taylor. Okay, and Katie Taylor is 
Eddie Hearn's girl. Okay. Now, um, I made a note here because I wanted to bring up this this point that, that should, uh, we getting late in the show and I didn't see my people show up this time. All right, I miss y'all. Y'all, y'all better come see me next Wednesday at seven thirty, right? Um, so previous picture was Katie Taylor and her team. Uh, this picture is Amanda Serrano and her team. Okay. Now, um, I, I want to say this, okay. Um, if my lovely assistant can go back to Katie Taylor and her team in the images, I'd, I really appreciate that. There we go. Thank you. Mwah. Okay. Um, so this is Katie and her team and her team has been solid for the most part of her career. She was coached or she was trained by her daddy and uh, her daddy took a step back for um, her coach now. Um, his name is Ross Inamet, okay? And he's seen, he, he, this, this coach now, he, he's good for Katie. Right, because um, what he has done is he has made Katie's amateur boxing style translate into a style that has kept her alive in pro boxing. Because there's no way that amateur BS, that those flurries, should keep Katie Taylor on top for so long. After a while, somebody has to catch up to you. Someone's gonna absorb what those floors, someone's gonna put their hands on you. Some someone's gonna make it be a problem. But um Ross has made it so that uh it unless you have uh IQ, unless you have a high boxing IQ you won't be able to deal with the tactics and the generalship of Katie Taylor. That's how Katie Taylor still remains champion. She is unbeatable in her generalship so far. She is unbeatable in her tactics. And I, I'm, I'm gonna quote something that, um, that uh, Ross Enemet uh, has said okay he says uh, most of the casual fans aren't paying attention to what's happening uh in the ring they have no idea of the talent that's out there i would agree okay um they're coming here for the experience and to drink beer rather than paying paying attention to what's happening in the ring he said that because he does. And in, in order to uh, develop a style such as Katie's, there are a lot of details. There's a lot of delicacy. There's a lot of uh, subtle things that you need to appreciate uh, or see in order to really uh, understand why Katie Taylor is the champion she is right now. Okay, now let's go to image six. Or let's go to the next image with Amanda and her coach and them. Please, y'all, please. 
while y'all find while y'all get to that image um yeah here we go so um now we got amanda's coach his name is jordan maldonado maldonado jordan okay now um he has trained Cindy and Amanda for pretty much all of their careers. Okay. And he's a very hard edge trainer. Um, I've actually, Amanda has actually said this out her mouth where she says she doesn't own a cell phone and she has a zero distraction policy and no romantic interests girl Mm-mm. that right there with, with who your trainer like he runs your life like that 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 i mean it happened these things these type of dynamics happens in women's boxing but baby girl was it all worth it I think if you had a little bit of uh, if you had a little bit of sugar in your life, if somebody was giving you a little bit of sugar, if somebody uh, you could talk to on the cell phone sometimes, he used to call me on my cell phone. You know what I'm saying? If you had a little bit of life in you, then you would be able to perform a bit better, right? Because fighting is life. Okay, fighting is life, and you got to find it in yourself when you. That's your time. This mega fight, Amanda, is the biggest fight of your life, okay? So everything in your life, everything that has happened to you in your life is projected in your performance there in that ring, okay? And so where you should have showed heart and where you should have let go from the passion of making it there from the passion of what you feel in the audience, from from what you feel, everything in that point. You didn't let it go, you didn't have it because you never had it. You weren't allowed to have it, right? The entertaining part of a fight is watching a fighter let go, yeah. We let go in, we, we, we let go in within the strategy of the fight, but letting go, meaning I'm putting it all on the line here. This is what it's all, this is what it was all for, right? We see that the audience sees that the judges sees that the other fighter sees that Katie let go. Katie was letting go in her barrages. Katie let go when she stood her ground. Katie let go when she took that shot and she was hurt. She let go. We saw it, right? She earned that round for me. She earned me as a fan, right? Because she stood her ground. She said, no, not this girl from Bray, not this Irish broad, right? I didn't see that in you, uh, Amanda. I saw somebody that was still reserved, someone still holding back, someone that never had a chance to have nothing. That's what I saw in your performance, Amanda, right? And that's why I really don't care to see you fight Katie again. We're all love, right? But you are still young in your career, right? 
you're coming on to crone ship. I think this fight will change you. I think you will understand that now you've reached the top and you've gone without. And so now it's time for you to have. And once you start having in your life, once you start having the ability to control your conversation, to have a cell phone, once you start having the ability to have a little romance in your life, you'll start to feel. And when you start to feel and live life, you're able to let go. And when you start letting go in your croneship, that is when you'll become super. That is when you'll become great. I see that in you, Amanda, but not yet, not now. Okay, so now Jordan, as a as a, a coach and a trainer, jo Jordan is known to actually he he's known he's known for aggressively taunting Amanda's opposition, which is I, I don't think that's a good thing. You know, let the fighter fight, right? Let the fighter fight. The hell are like who are you? Are you a bully? Why are you why are you taunting the other fighter? Find you somebody to taunt. Find you another man to taunt. Right? I, I the, the times like this was when I wish uh, there were fighter more fighters like what Clarissa Shields got. Right? Clarissa Shields, you saw what happened, right? Somebody um uh, what's her name's opponent? Gosh, I forgot, I'm not good with names, y'all, but one of Clarissa Shields' opponents at the weigh-in, her coach was talking that gang and <laughs> upside the head. He learned it. He learned that day, didn't he? Right? Coaches, stay in your lane. Let the fighters fight it out. Let the let the fighters talk the smack. If you're gonna talk smack, talk smack to the other coach. Right? To me, this is abusive. And we don't do that. Right? We don't do that. We don't stand for that. Not not strong broads in 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 women's boxing. There are some women out in women's boxing that's not as strong and hasn't they haven't earned their moxie just yet. So they'll let bullies, bully trainers get to them. They'll let bully trainers train them. Right? That's a part of the growth of this industry. So. I I I I brought Jordan out on that because he's he's rare for that. He's known to do that. Okay, he's actually been ejected out of Amanda's corner for taunting, for saying despicable things to the fighter in the ring. We don't disrespect boxing. We don't disrespect women in boxing. We don't allow men to disrespect women in boxing. We don't do that. We like to fight and we will fight and there is beef. I don't like some of these women, but I respect them. And that's what we will always maintain in women's boxing. Okay, so more images. We want to wrap up the show tonight. All right.
Now, we come back to Jennifer Hahn. Why Jennifer Hahn is back? Because we looking in the bargain bin, okay? This fighter, Jennifer Hahn, is somebody who I would watch part two of. I would watch Katie Taylor and Jennifer Hahn part two, right? Hahn was crafty enough. Hahn had enough of an IQ to get with Katie. The fly in the ointment for that matchup was Katie got a cold. Okay? Han hadn't fought in a while. And Han hadn't fought high in opposition in a while. So, timing was the factor with Katie Taylor versus Jennifer Han. And I would love to see Katie Taylor versus Jennifer Han, especially now off of Jennifer Hahn's fight with Michaela Meyer. I think she's 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 got a little bit of sharpness back. And I think a second round at Katie Taylor would, would do women's boxing some good justice. Um, let's see. Who else is in the bargain bin? Who else is in the bargain bin? Come on now. Natasha Jonas. Okay. I would love to see this matchup against uh, again. Natasha Jonas took, I would say, after second, after pursuit, Jonas, Natasha Jonas gave the second best performance in tackling Katie Taylor. She gave the second best attempt at uh, beating Katie Taylor. Um, Kate, Natasha Jonas is a very, very skilled boxer. She's strong. Uh, she's uh, crafty. She, she she has a great IQ. Uh, we lost her to this weight division, though. We lost her to that weight division because homegirl went all the way up to middleweight. So she fights at 154 now. Go figure. Okay, so... Um, I look forward to this fighter, Natasha Jonas, fighting anybody, any high, any high end opposition, because she's real. This broad is real. And um, she can be mega and she can be super. This one can be. Uh, she just needs to fight the right people. And then now we gone. Uh, let, let, let's go. Uh, give me that last one. Give me that last one. Give me that last picture. Who we got? Who we got last? Pursuit. Okay. Queen Broad. Okay. This is the queen of the light. This is, no, this is the Duke. There's a queen. This is a duchess. This is the duchess of the women's lightweight division. Delphine Pursuit. Delphine Pursuit is so dangerous that she's on ice right now. Nobody is trying to fight her. She tried to go back to the Olympics. They got her out of there. I don't think they wanted uh, Delphine Pursuit fighting nobody, none of these amateurs. So they uh, eliminated her in her attempts to go back and fight in the in the last Olympics that we, we had. Um, and now she's in the bargain bin and she's on the shelf. Uh, nobody will fight her. 
and she's just waiting for her next opportunity. So I think what will happen is Delphine Pursun will get cold. She will get some dust on her and our girl, Michaela Meyer will probably pull her out of the, the bin and attempt to fight her um, so she can show that she may have some legitimacy. Um, I think that's probably what, what will happen ultimately will, with Delphine Pursun. Um, they've capped her money. She ain't gonna be making no more money in women's boxing like that. So we've come to the end of the sugar show. I really wish that I could have seen some of you guys chime in tonight about this Katie Taylor, Amanda fight, Amanda Serrano fight. Okay, so we see this picture here, that last picture. And I, uh, that last picture came up, why? Because I want to make this point. People, uh, now put me back, put, put, put my face back up there because I want people to see this. People fight, people buy women's boxing to watch women fight. Y'all playing with me now. They want to see women fight. Okay. They want to see um, women. They, they want to see ponytails. They want to see braids. They want to see boobies. They want to see legs. They want to see what makes us women. They want to see us fight. Even the most, even the more masculine of us, they want to see that, that tough broad that looks like, you know, that looks tough and that she's fighting. Okay. Now, um, come on, put my face on. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they want to see us fight. And so I think we were robbed. I think the, the, the fans were robbed of the allure of two women in the ring fighting. Okay. Two, uh, I think Katie Taylor, we, we, let's talk about the fit walking in Katie Taylor. She looks smoother. She had her Katie Taylor shorts and her Katie Taylor sports bra, uh, black and gold. She was looking real crispy. Right, I liked her fit, and then Amanda Serrano came with whatever it is that she had on and a sport top. Maybe that is your style, baby girl, but not even the robe. Like you, I I have to judge it like it is, okay? And this is women's boxing. I think we need. I think that matchup. I think the two fighters could have been more appealing to the eye, right? Didn't have to be a beauty contest, but show us something. Show us what gives you your flair, your pizzazz. Show us your style walking in the ring because it ain't about fighting in women's boxing. It's a lot more. Fans have to like you. Fans aren't looking at your record in women's boxing. Fans aren't looking at how tough you are, whatever, fans got to like you. And your finesse, your pizzazz, that thing that makes you you is what makes the fans draw to you and like you, okay? 
So that's the word to the wise from my other women's boxers out there. Take this knowledge and sprinkle it all on you and become a better fighter. Until then, like, subscribe, share some of this sugar, okay? And come on, 7.30 on Wednesday nights. Let's talk women's boxing and uh, let's talk fight, okay? Let me know what you guys want to, to talk about for the next uh, show. And uh, we come here and we talk about it and we share these good times, okay? Have a good weekend. Uh, have a good week. Have a good weekend. And see you next week.